everybody, and welcome to another Last of Us podcast. It is time for episode five to talk about. I know we're late. I am sorry. It was a wild weekend of random stuff going on, including the Super Bowl, which my team lost. But I digress. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about The Last of Us episode five. It was a banger. Bohan, how are you doing, my friend? I am existing. Good. I, I can hope for nothing less. So, um, let's talk about episode five. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, we will do a short non-spoiler thing before we jump into the spoilers. So, Bohan, without giving uh, spoilers or anything away, what did you think of this episode, non-spoiler point of view? So, so far, this has been my favorite episode. Mm. That's uh, that's where it's I'm ranking good. it right now. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um had a lot of a little bit of everything that I wanted to see from the show in one episode. It was really well done. Acting was on point. Special effects are really cool. Got to see some fungus bros, which hadn't seen any for a while. So yeah, this, this episode was a banger. Yeah. I have to say, I was looking forward to this episode for a long time as someone who's played the game. I knew what was coming in this episode, at least partially. Although they did a lot of things differently, but I I loved what they did. I think I think so far they've done a pretty masterful job of doing the source material without overdoing the source material, but staying true to it at the same time. I think they've done a masterful job so far in the first five episodes of finding places where they can be creative and finding places where they just need to use the beautiful material they already have. You know, I think they've done a really good job of picking and choosing the right stuff and i thought this episode was a great showing of that um i think i agree with you i think this is also my favorite episode uh so far of the last of us which is saying a lot because i've really enjoyed this show so far so yeah the show's been the show as a whole has been really good too it doesn't have any bad episodes it's been it doesn't pretty damn good every time so this episode was the best for me <clears throat> obviously we'll go into the details of why but so much emotion in this episode. Uh, dialogue was on par. You're right. The acting was great. Special effects are so good. Um, I like. I, I'm. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be amazed at this point. They've been great every episode, but the special effects are so good in this show. Yeah, I think a and, lot of it is. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of it's prosthetic too. So Gotta that be. should also say something because the way that some of these uh, fungus bros look is so cool. They look fucking crazy in the best possible way. Uh, I'm very, very impressed with what they've done. Uh, I haven't seen behind the scenes stuff on this to confirm the prosthetics or stuff, but it's got to be. Uh, there's no way this is CGI unless it's incredibly good CGI. But So from what I understand, really, really they, well have, they have or the combination. Guy, they have the same guy that did a lot of the like prosthetic and like makeup slash work from Chernobyl working on this too and also i didn't know this but he also did the work for vecna in stranger things oh that's yeah that's not a i know that's not cgi because i've seen the guy actually mm -hmm. get the mask and shit that's, on so. that's why i think a lot of it's actual like prosthetics I just bang my leg yeah i mean the chernobyl scene after they're all radiated and they look like corpses like i know that that was all prosthetic and that's pretty fucking crazy because they looked non-human at that point and yeah. that really drove the point home in that series um yeah so 
we're jumping into spoilers now. So if you haven't seen the episode, it, I mean, we're pretty late. So I'm surprised if you haven't seen it by this point. But if you haven't seen it, this would be the time to tune out. We're going to go all spoilers from here on. Um, so let's try to start early with this. Um, the first thing that happens in this is we start to get, obviously in the last episode, we left off with Henry and Sam um, basically holding Joel and Ellie at gunpoint. Now we kind of jump back to that, but we get the background of Henry and Sam. Now, Henry and Sam it's were 10 days prior. 10 days prior. Yeah. Like we get, we don't get like full, full background, but we get like limited background. But I, I think, I think in those 10 days, you totally understand their entire relationship. You don't need to know like what their life was like before. Uh, obviously, Sam wouldn't have been born before the, you know, apocalypse anyway. And Henry, uh, it's like 20 some years he looks like he's about 20 something so he would have been a little kid if anything so you know you don't need I to mean, see more that or less, far into their background more or less both of them are kids i even look Pretty at him much. basically a kid yeah i don't know exactly how old henry's supposed to be but i'm guessing low 20s uh i mean now, he's the only thing i uh, maybe even younger either i didn't catch it or they didn't mention it in the show i don't think they said what happened to their parents I don't think they said it. Um, I don't think it was like, yeah, I don't think it was brought up. I don't think it was something they were concerned yeah, about. I, I don't think it was in the video. I didn't think either. I missed it because this this episode had my focus. Like it had my one hundred percent attention. Yeah, and, and I they didn't catch sh- anything. Now they made Sam. Uh, they showed that Sam is deaf in this. I'm uh, Sam was not right, deaf that, in the video game. I know that's a change. Yeah, from what I from some of the stuff that I had seen, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't like that in the video game. This Interesting was like a whole change. Approach. I, I think I, it, uh, I don't have a problem with it. No, it, it had take even, away from even his character. It had an even bigger impact in a way than if he wasn't. If that makes sense, because there was that communication barrier between him and everybody else. And it, in a way, it kind of makes things more tragic for what comes to happen later. It also makes it more amazing that Henry's managed to keep him alive this whole time. I mean, like, right. being eight years old at all is almost impossible, but a, being deaf, too, like, you can't hear well, not only threats that, coming. We find out not too long into the episode, too, that he has or had leukemia. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty nuts. Um which is bringing up another interesting point that they're going to revisit throughout this episode of are there just people who just need to be given up on in the apocalypse so they don't drag other people down? Because that's kind of what Kathleen is alluding to later on in the episode, which is interesting and something Joel is going to be thinking about moving forward. Before we tread too far from the beginning, let's talk about Kathleen and this whole... Because they show the Fedra being overthrown in this this episode. And wow, it's brutal. brutal. Yeah, they they are, they're like hanging these Fedra soldier from meat hooks over fire picks and like impaling them to the ground and dragging them behind trucks and like stripping yep. them naked and like beating them to death. It's it's some pretty brutal stuff. Uh, I was not expecting the the episode to open up like that. And I mean, apparently, it gives a perfect background. Just yeah. In that. It, it it kind of shows that there's just a lot of pent up rage in these people, and apparently these Fedra soldiers were not too kind to them to begin with because the uh, no, I guess there was a rumor, and turned out that the rumor was true that the Kansas City uh, QZ was very, very corrupt. very bad. 
So which is pretty crazy when you consider like the fact that Joel even knew there was a rumor about Kansas City because right. he's from Boston. And yeah. their Fedra was so bad that he heard about it halfway across the country in an apocalypse. That's pretty nuts. And then Henry confirms it, basically saying, like, yep, that's exactly what they did. They raped, they murdered, they tortured, they did all this horrible stuff. And if you do that for 20 years, this is what happens. And it does make sense, the background for what they're what they become. But I'm sure there's historical instances of this that aren't going to come to my mind right away but when like when one regime tortures someone else and then they take over they tend to continue the same things that were done to them uh in the next regime. it's really no they they think that what they're doing is for the best but it turns out that they're just as bad if not worse than the people they just overthrew there's there's some yeah. irony to it it's actually instead of controlled chaos it's just chaos chaos <laughs> which is kind of i guess you could say the french revolution was like a controlled evil and then when they took over there was just people getting killed everywhere so that's not exactly the same <laughs> but you know that's the best historical thing that's coming to my mind right now um and kathleen yeah. man what a what a very brutal lady and yeah. it, it's just she's this is the first time i've ever seen her in something like this like i've only seen her in two and a half men and uh i haven't really seen her in too many other shows or movies or anything but this was a whole new role for me to see her in and she played it really well because she she comes across as like this sweet innocent soft-spoken lady and <laughs> that is She's not what she is at all absolutely she, brutal blood yeah because they they find all the uh rats that were kind of like the the civilians, if you want to call them that, they were working with Fedra and would rat people mm -hmm. out. She she rounds them all up and she's like, so you guys are all going to go on trial and you're guilty. So yeah, I, I love how she said like, it. She was like, <laughs> you're all guilty. So that part doesn't matter. I like, I was like, It kind of reminds me in a way. Did you ever see Misery, the 1980s movie with uh, oh. Kathy Bates? Uh, it's a Stephen King show, but Annie Wilkes in that show is like this nice or appears like she's a homely uh you know just small town lady but she's completely insane and <laughs> she does all these horrible things i got some of that from kathleen's character because she seems like a down home kind of homely uh middle-aged woman that she's fucking fierce <laughs> she's yeah. not to be fucked with and we and uh, and we find, find out, out why she's so bloodthirsty for henry yeah, and Henry's background again. I don't remember exactly if he did something like this in the in the last of us video game or not. He, he, well, I, Kathleen pretty, wasn't in the game, so well, Kathleen wasn't. Was... I'm I'm just saying I'm pretty sure he was wanted by Fedra for something he was doing. I don't think it was this, but I think it's interesting because it adds another very complex layer uh, to his character and not just to his character to the story at large because it asks that bigger question of. You know, how far do your morals go in this world? Like, because he threw all of them away to basically destroy well, this extremely moral man just yeah, to save his yeah. brother. And not only that, this this was Kathleen's brother. And apparently Kathleen's brother was looked upon as like the Jesus of this yeah. civilization. So whenever Henry, whenever Henry ratted him out and that basically 
got Kathleen's brother killed. And it kind of shows the point of Henry got her brother killed to save his brother. So yeah, why is it that someone else's brother is less important than your own brother? Like there, there's a lot of like dynamics to take from this it's episode. A lot of it's, moral, kind of crazy. A lot of moral questions that come up, and I like that they added all that because I don't. Again, it's been a while since I played it, and then then I'll probably be proven wrong in the comments or something. But I don't think that that exactly was pushed um, in the video game itself. Even though moral questions are all about what last of us is about so adding stuff to that is perfectly appropriate if not necessary so i i, I thought it was really really well done really enjoyed was. henry's backstory um seeing him interact with sam and the way that they did it since sam is deaf having to do it with sign language and his little notepad which was kind of cool i didn't know <laughs> there was a notepad that did that but yeah. i should have known that because I kept wondering, I'm like, how the fuck does he keep ha- have so many pages? I'm like, oh, that he's erasing it every time. <laughs> I'm like a yep. complete moron. I didn't realize that right away. But um, and then Sam decorates the area they're in, uh, with like uh, with like little superhero uh pictures and just just nice looking happy things, which well. I like that Henry even thought about that too, because like not only did Henry bring like food and some other essential supplies, he brought something to entertain his younger brother, who yeah. is you know, he's like eight years old and probably terrified. So that's something to kind of keep his mind off of what's going on around them. Well, in the video game, it's pushed very hard how how Sam and basically anybody born in this time period has no childhood. They don't get to be a child they have to try to survive if they can even attempt to do that that's all there is in this world and that's pushed really hard and they kind of did it backwards in a way because that's in the video game that's pushed harder towards the end of their story but here they push it harder at the beginning of the story to make sure that that message still comes through loud and clear and i kind of like how they how they how they did that as long as that message still gets through um yeah, but I don't know. I I was thinking uh, this compares to something, and then I realized it doesn't compare at all. So I'm not I'm not going to make that comparison. Um, and then we find out what happens to the doctor. I mean, we found out that what happened to the doctor in the last episode, right. but we see why she wanted to kill the doctor in the first we, place. We got to see a lot of different perspectives in this episode because we got to see from their perspective because they were waiting for the doctor to come back, and eventually Henry was like, "All right." he's not coming back and he signs this to sam and sam's like do you think they killed him and i like how henry's just like probably yeah yeah so they gotta they gotta start moving and they move to the bottom of the building that they're in and as they're doing that we get to see from their perspective joel and ellie rolling into town and crashing bill's pickup truck and seeing that shootout but it's from henry's perspective Mm -hmm. and that's whenever henry's like hmm that guy that guy over there can hold his own. I need to follow him. Something uh, I saw pointed out, um, actually by New Rockstars, give them a shout out. I'm sure they need it. But <laughs> they they pointed out that like every time Joel kills somebody, the only time we really see it is if Ellie sees it. Like they're showing everything from Ellie's point of view. So when Joel kills somebody and she's not in the room, we don't see him do it. We just hear someone die. That's, That's something they've been doing. Because when he beat the shit out of that guard, Ellie was there to see the whole thing, you know? Right. 
So that's huh. that's like that's the only time I've really gotten to see Joel be violent, even though we know he's been violent multiple other times, but we haven't actually gotten to see it ourselves. We've yeah, now, here. now that you've mentioned that 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 is kind of the case, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to take credit for it because I stole that for numerous stars, but that's. <laughs> It's very true. But there we get to see Joel kill somebody from Henry's point of view, which is interesting. And uh, Henry changes the plan. And then it basically catches back up uh, to where we left off in episode four. Right. I I love that Henry is horrible at uh, threatening. Like he he's is. trying, but he's very bad. And <sighs> you know that Joel knows. I don't know if Joel knows for sure that those guns aren't loaded. But he no, knows. That I, I don't think he was, a, and he wasn't chancing threat. that either. But I, uh, yeah, the only threat Henry liked... <laughs> is is like he gets so scared he shoots or something. I think Joel would be afraid of that, obviously. Right. But I do like whenever, um, Henry's like, "So we all good? Is everything all good?" And uh, Joel was like, "Everything is fine." And and Henry's like, 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 "Why is he say? Why is he saying it like that?" Tone, and Ellie's man. like, "Ellie's like he has an asshole voice. He talks like an asshole." like <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's such good dialogue but it's absolutely accurate i i love how realistic henry is i like how he's not like you know instant badass like he's never been a bad he's never been in a situation like that before well like every time he's been in a life or death situation he has taken the the route that he's taken which he's not a, right like he's not proud of but he done what he needs to to survive because he's i don't think he he doesn't claim to be a fighter is what i'm trying to say he actually no, he, and he, he doesn't he didn't kill anyone and he kind of did but he never directly killed anybody yeah it wasn't um, through a direct confrontation it was more of a snitching situation yeah so he basically henry tells joel that the plan that he has is that he was told in the past by a federal agent that they had driven all of the infected down into the sewers. And about three years ago, they killed all the infected. So the sewers are actually wide open, but nobody knows that except him. So he can go down there and no one will follow them. And he thinks there should be only a couple of infected, if any, down there. And what's interesting is, again, The Last of Us has done this multiple times. They make you think like, oh, I'm sure it's going to be chock full of infected. And actually where Henry took him, there was no infected. No. There was no threat. Like, there they was, allude like it will be, but they're actually, he was right. There really wasn't anywhere. He, where there he was almost him. no trace of them in the tunnels from what we saw, yeah. like, at all. Yeah, so what we end up finding is this little, like, play area, which there are, there is, there is things about that area that's in the video game, which is interesting. A lot of Easter eggs in there that's directly from the video game like certain things that are on the wall and stuff, which I always appreciate. I love people. I love, you know, giving, giving back to the source material and everything. But um, we get to hear Henry's story about killing the killing Kathleen's brother. And I love how he tells this story. He's like, you ever, you ever had like a amazing man does everything right. Just a perfect good dude that everybody would love to follow. Well, I killed that man to get the leukemia right. medicine. I, I love how he, and I love how he doesn't like hide behind his guilt or anything, but he's clearly got guilt and he's just accepted that he's going to feel terrible about this rest of his life. And he's a bad guy. He's like, I did a bad guy thing. That's a bad, yep. bad thing. 
And I also like that Kathleen's not after him for something stupid. You know, it's not like she's like doing all this and he didn't really do anything. Like, yeah, see, I was really hoping or something. I was really hoping because whenever I saw like how bloodthirsty she was last episode for Henry, I was like, my God, what'd this guy do? Yeah. And, uh, well, found out this episode. And, and yeah, I can understand kind of why she also hates Sam too, because Sam got to live while her brother died. Right. And, it makes sense the line she says later about kids die all the time. Like, there's no hope for Sam, and <laughs> Sam being dead which, pushes that even further. Which is really ironic dead. at the end of this episode. It's very. It's ironic. really ironic. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, uh, I don't want to make sure I don't jump too far on this, but I don't think I am. They they come out of and, and Ellie grows closer and closer to Sam. Ellie gets really close to Sam. Like they become very good friends. They're bonding over um this comic book. Which makes and, sense because uh, yeah, as far as we know, Ellie hasn't had any interactions with people her age. And Sam's that we, the closest that, we've that she's come come to. And you know, the comic books that she shows them, which is really cool because you collect those comic books in the video game the exact the same. Oh, thing. are those a collectible? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. And Endurance Survive, obviously, is the, the name of the episode. That, yeah. That the hero has. Yeah. And I like how he points out that, like, Endurance Survive mean the same thing. That's kind of stupid. But then <laughs> if you really think about it, they don't. And I think that's what they're trying to say in this episode that enduring and surviving actually are two different things. Like, enduring is not just surviving with breath it's surviving with your state of mind surviving is just literally being alive enduring is ah. being alive in spirit too which is so it's trying to it's hard. living it's living and making the best out of it and trying to push through the situation to where surviving is just you're just living there's no point but you're living yeah yeah now some might say it's the other way around so I'm not really sure, but the point is that that either way they mean We're something different. philosophical here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a very philosophical show. I mean, it really does like push a lot of interesting moral uh, problems that they have to sort their way through. So they're growing closer and closer. Anybody who's played the video game knows what's coming, uh, like me. But what's interesting is they they get out of the they get out of the tunnels. And Henry's all super confident that they're good to go. Nothing to worry about. Uh, Ellie is too. Joel's always Joel. He's never, he's never confident in any situation. No, I mean, (laughs) not for him. They'd probably all be dead. So they start getting sniped at. Um, I like that. Like, I like how they kind of explain why he wasn't able to kill them. Like Joel says, like his aim right. sucks and it's dark. So, <laughs> yeah. and I mean that would be really hard. And he's an old man. It's like that's not like easy to just shoot people in the dark. No, especially not in the <laughs> dark. Even away. with even with a scope, because the scope's probably just going to make it darker. Looking yeah. through it, and I I like how. So I I like how they did all that, and I think it's interesting how this because this scene in the in the video game is a really, really very gripping, very big, big uh, moment for you because you are up there with Joel in the sniper position, which he eventually gets into pretty much the same way he does in the, in the show. He sneaks around the side, sneaks up on the guy. And I think he even says to him the same kind of thing, like, Hey, I don't have to kill you. 
Don't make. Well, me see, feel I even it. like that too. Like he gave him a chance because he's like, "Don't do it." Like, please and don't do it. I I almost think that that. Like, yeah! Well, I th- <laughs> I actually thought that the old man looked more like he wanted him to kill him because he looked. He probably did. Shevelled. He's he kind of was like because he looked down. He's like, "Well, I guess I'm dead." And he just moved over and got killed. I I, I we, honestly I mean, think he kind of wanted to die. To be honest, though, let's say, let's say if Joel did let him leave and he just left, where would he go? Because if he goes back to Kathleen, Kathleen's just going to execute him. So, yeah, maybe he did just want to die. <laughs> or he maybe just figures that Joel's lying anyway. And if he, you know, as soon as he turns his back, Joel will kill him anyway. So he's like, I'm fucked. She's like, eh, yeah, <laughs> just go for it. Because so, <laughs> there was a lot of resignation in his face um, in that moment. So Joel takes over the sniper rifle. In the game, you take over that sniper rifle and you see all this crazy shit happening and you're trying. It's it's a mad scene, uh, but it happens during the day, which is a big difference. Ah, okay. So this happens at night. So I like how realistic it was that Fedra showed up as fast as they did. Like, I like that wasn't like, oh, we have plenty of time. It's like, they shouldn't have any time. Like, if it started from the second that Anthony, who was the guy that got killed, started shooting, then Fedra should be able to be there in less than five minutes, you know? Well, they they were were. already on patrol anyways. Like, they were already out and about looking. Like, they've been looking for Henry pretty much nonstop. So they come in with these super bulldoze trucks and stuff. The only thing, and I like how Joel was screaming run, but they couldn't really hear him because he's so far away. The plow, the plow truck says run. run. (laughs) (laughs) But what's odd is that they like, this was one of those moments like the uh, Rickon Stark in Game of Thrones thing. Like, dude, just get out of the way. Like you could have gone to the side. I was trying to figure out why they were running straight down the middle of the road. There's cars all over the place though. Yeah, I'm saying like you could have ran behind a house. I mean, they could have tried to run through the house too, which they could probably get through some of it, but they couldn't like run through it and keep going. You know what I mean? So I was just thinking like I'd probably get off the road, but you know, whatever. Not a big deal. Just saying. Plus, probably didn't have a whole lot of time to think (laughs) deeply about what they should do. No, because they they were they were right on their ass. A little panicky in that moment, and yeah. So I mean. That scene was done differently, but I like that they kept that same perspective from the video game of a really famous part of the game of Joel looking through the sniper rifle and feeling very helpless because that's the feeling they give you because they don't let you leave that sniper rifle. You're like, you're just watching and hoping they don't get killed. Especially especially whenever it jams on them because then you're like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) yeah. And, And really, really well played by all involved. And... It's just so realistic the way that it all happens. Like they didn't get to just run away from them. I mean, they had them fucked and Kathleen was ready to kill them and definitely would have. (laughs) And the stuff she says about, I I alluded to this earlier, but the stuff she says about like kids die all the time, Henry, he doesn't get to live. I'm not going to let him go. You're all going to (laughs) die. She's like, not fucking around, not negotiating at all. And to be fair, and Henry has nothing to negotiate with. I mean, he gave it a good shot, I no. guess, but he's very outnumbered. So, yeah, this was well, I, before that. Joel yeah. does manage to to pop the driver of the plow truck, and it veers off into yes. a house and crashes, and that was a fire cool. ignites. And uh, it's very important. <laughs> yeah, 
Couple the ground minutes. there was was awfully hollow per se. Well, what was weird was <laughs> I was trying to think like because in the game the fungus bros do show up, but it's different. I think it's definitely different. I think they show up. Let me kind of together at the same time. But I was wondering like how are they going to get out of this? Yeah, let like, me tell I, you the it was making me wonder when that happened. I was not expecting like that, like. Once that truck fell down into the ground and this huge hole opened up, I expected like, you know, I, I was expecting fungus bros to come out of it, but I was expecting them to just kind of shamble out of it. No, they launched out of there. I was like, oh, my God, because there were so many of them. Like <laughs> demons out of hell. Or... <laughs> it was like someone hit a fire hydrant of fungus bros and they just launched out into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> a fire hydrant of fungus bros. That's a good way to put it. I didn't think of it that way. I like how it's like all burning and stuff, so it literally looks like demons crawling out of they hell. They do. They look like demon That's... spawn coming out of hell. So they're just bum rushing the, the it's... dudes with guns. And it's a mixture of them too. Like you have just uh, ordinary just... fungus bros. There's clickers, clickers in there, and then then Mister Big and Sexy comes out. Oh the man! Sexiest fungus, bro. He was—he His... was so fine. I have to say, the bloaters, as they're called, he um in the video game was like he shows up a lot earlier, but he—I think he's so much more menacing in this in the TV show than he is in the video game. He's terrifying in the video game too, because if he gets close to you, you're fucked. <laughs> it's an so... instant kill, but. It was funny because I was watching. Oh, man. I was watching a little bit of gameplay uh, with the bloater after the episode because I just wanted to yep. see what he did in the game. And I love the Easter egg that they did there because I saw like whenever it gets a hold of Joel, it'll like grab a hold of like the, the yeah. roof of your mouth and just like uh. rip your head open. So whenever it charges it, I think it's Preston is his name the, the i'm right not hand sure man apparently by the way that guy is the voice of pierce. tommy in the video pierce. game which I think it was is interesting yeah uh that's basically how he gets killed is he just gets his head torn straight off kind of like how joel gets his head torn off in there's, like in game there's so many callbacks to the video game it's so wonderful i'm, I'm so proud of that but yeah it, it really the menacing noise that that thing makes i don't know if that was it <laughs> I can't remember if the bloater made a noise like that or not in the video game, but my God, did that sound terrifying. Yeah, he just came out and... Holy... <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. I was... I knew what it was and I was scared. I'm like, I couldn't imagine if you'd ever seen it before and be like, what the fuck is that thing? That was such an introduction. Such a good... Like, the introduction they, they didn't... of Clickers was so good and that They didn't kill was... him either. Like whenever, oh, no. whenever they do that pan out shot, he's still walking around. So yeah, I was they like, well, shot the shit out of him, but he didn't I was die. like, well, I hope, uh, I hope they enjoyed their little ten day revolution because it's over now. <laughs> it's pretty obvious they're not, or um, like I've heard multiple times they're not doing anything with the spores, which are a big part of the video game, but they're not doing anything, and and it becomes more obvious in this because the bloaters would throw spores at you all the time. That was, that was the big thing they would do. And if they got close, they would rip your head off. I think um, <laughs> he. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting, I, but so fucking menacing, terrifying, yeah. like the way that that scene was done. 
Holy and the fuck. little girl clicker. Holy shit. That was creepy too. That would like the way that she moved like a like a damn contortionist, yeah. like a flipping real over life the gymnast. Seats, <laughs> flipping over the seats in the cars and shit. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I like how Joel and Ellie were kind of connected the way that they were like as Ellie was getting attacked, Joel was shooting where he thought that Ellie was gonna go and stuff. Right. Like that was kind of cool. Clear the way. Yeah. And that helpless feeling that Joel has is so accurate to how you feel in the video game in that same exact situation. It's really, really cool how they did that. Like Joel's like, I just, like, like he can't really do anything. He can't run down there and save them because he'd right. be more useless down there. He's got to stay where he is. He, it's the best chance he has to help him. And then Henry and Sam are trapped under a truck, kind of trying to punch away at some of the clickers, which we'll find out later. Yeah, uh, probably got to one of them, but and then Kathleen still hell bent on revenge, even though all this is happening. <laughs> Although I will say what's also terrifying is like they had like what would you say 20, 25 guys with automatic guns? Like, yeah, but I don't they think they still any of them got overran. Left. I don't think, I don't think so any either. of them were left by the time. And were, I think some of them were still coming out of the hole. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't matter. Like that's even more terrifying. It's like if you if you get stuck with enough of them, you're fucked because they just. I'm just impressed rush. by how fast they move. Like they're not. They're so these, fast. They're faster than these are humans. not. These are not zombies. Like nope. no, these these, <laughs> these are, are definitely these are like on the, a whole another level. There are some zombies that move like that, but. Dear God, like you don't fuck with these. <laughs> they are just bloodthirsty monsters. And but somehow Kathleen still just wants to kill Henry after all this, which I think kind of kills any like caring whether she lives or dies at this point. It's like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> like with what's happening, really. Yeah. And then she gets killed by a. I... By the same clicker. little, the same, yeah, the same little girl clicker oh. that was chasing Ellie ends up like climbing up on something and, and pounces on Kathleen like a velociraptor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it has some velociraptor in her. As soon as Kathleen like turned around to look at her, I was like, it would be so perfect if there was just like a clever girl, like line right here. Clever girl. <laughs> I mean, that is basically, yeah, because she eats her face kind of like the Velociraptor <laughs> in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I didn't really make that connection, but it's... yeah, it, it just she just full on pounces on her. And the only like, difference is the like... Velociraptor tricked that guy. Uh, this chick just kind of <laughs> mauled the shit out of her. <laughs> didn't really do anything. Like... I mean, once once she's on top of Kathleen, she's like just hammering at her face, just ripping yeah. it off. It's it's pretty mauled. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. So the rest of them, Joel, Ellie, um, they get away, and you kind of see, like you said, the bloater runs off with the others. So they didn't even kill the bloater, yeah, there's, and there's, so there's a lot of them still made it. <laughs> I think some of them, some of the Fedra people, might have gotten away. Like they got in their cars and got away. I mean, I, I don't, don't remember. Know. But I don't that, know if that, that even QZ, happened. It's all over for that QZ. They're done. Yeah. They focus so much on revenge that they just forgot the real threat. And that's I think that's one of the main points of this. Like, yeah, that's that's awful what happened, but when you're too blinded by revenge. And see, I'm glad that they did like I'm finally happy to see some fungus bros this episode because I kind of know I know what they're trying to do by showing like, yeah, humans and other humans are very dangerous and the humans are fighting and bickering among one another because 
that's what humans always do. But yeah. whenever whenever they're stupid and they're ignoring it, like the the fungus bros, they don't care. They're not going to discriminate against who's who. They're just going to come out and just kill all of you. Like that's why it's great to be a fungus bro. No racism, yeah, that's, sexism. Yeah, that's why it's best to <laughs> just be a fungus bro. Um, <laughs> and see, like, and this, and no, there's no comparison at all. This show is leagues, leagues better than The Walking Dead. But The Walking Dead tried to do that, like, oh, there's these humans, and these other humans are bad, and they're fighting with each other. And the walkers kind of just became there, like. Yeah, the walkers eventually. just didn't matter. But the fungus after bros, the first couple seasons, you know, the fungus bros matter. If you ignore the fungus bros, you will pay the price. <laughs> yeah, it like the fungus bros are another level. I love that we just call them fungus bros, but that's <laughs> instead of infected. But um, so this all led up to what I was. I don't know if I'd say I was looking forward to slash dreading because in the in the video game, this just. Oh my god, the first time I saw this. But yeah, in the in the video game, this this fucked me up for a bit. This this was one of those moments, I don't know how many times this happened in a video game to you, but you actually just sit back, you're like Wow. All right. That 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 took me on an emotional roller coaster when so that the happened only game, in, the, in the video game. The only game franchise that I can call to mind that has done that is Gears of War. And they yeah. they kind of do it Here's twice. Some moments. <laughs> yeah, there's just those moments you're like, damn, that was that was something. And this scene in the video game did that for me. Um, but so I knew what was coming. I don't know. I was kind of curious where. Actually, I want to know where were you at this point? What were you thinking? Did you know where this was going? Did you have any so, idea? Once I saw that Sam was bitten. I was well, like, yeah. oh, man. you got to know what's like, going to happen then. But this... were you shocked to see that he was bitten? I wasn't expecting him to get bitten. No, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think either of them were going to get bitten. But unfortunately, Sam was the one that they got the bite. And let's just talk about that scene between Sam and Ellie. Like that was, yeah, <laughs> that was really sad. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's done differently in the video game but they're both ridiculously sad uh for different reasons in the video game sam's actually asking about heaven and stuff and ellie's like yeah i don't really believe in that but she doesn't know that he's bitten so she's basically telling him like not only are you about to turn into a monster there's nothing after this either See, i like, like the direction oh. that they took with this because it's almost more depressing because sam and ellie you know they're kind of they're reading this comic together and uh joel and henry come in like all right lights out like you know go to sleep mm -hmm. so they leave and sam and ellie are still there and ellie's like ha we're not gonna go to sleep we're gonna read this comic so they do that but sam starts writing on his little like notepad like you know whenever whenever you become a monster are you still you yeah and ellie's like ellie's like wait what and he shows her the bite and it's like oh man like <laughs> why and uh and this this also goes to show too how how close ellie had actually gotten to sam and she wanted to try to, pr to protect him so she i don't know if she knew 
that her blood was going to work or not. I, I don't know if she, that's actually what she thought or if she just did it to try to comfort Sam because I'm you know, sure she, she had my, some blind. Hope, I think she like, was maybe I, I think she was trying yeah. to be hopeful, too, that like maybe by some miracle that just by her blood getting into Sam's blood, that that will like help him. And uh, so she cuts her hand open and it's bleeding and she puts her hand on Sam's wound and, you know, she's like, my blood is medicine like this. This will help you. And. Uh, basically, Sam, like, writes on his little notepad, like, you know, will you stay up all night with me? And. Uh, uh, <laughs> ooh. Oh, man. Uh, it's so sad. It got, it got rough. Like, <laughs> I mean, they. It, they managed to match the scene from the video game and do it differently. Because in the video game, she gives him a toy. Like, she's like, look what I found. And he uh, takes the toy. But she he doesn't tell her in the video game that he's infected. So that was a big difference. So she leaves the room, and then you see it. You see that he's infected, and he drops the toy down. And he's just depressed. Like, that was crazy sad too but they decided to do it differently here where it's it's also super crazy sad and i do think ellie wasn't just trying to make him feel better because when she wakes up i think she genuinely hopes that he's okay i think right. she genuinely thinks that there's a chance that her blood did heal him overnight um because she obviously if she didn't think it would work i don't think she would go up to him and be like sam you you there <laughs> like and then of course right. he's He's turned. And that also true, before she, this, she walks up to him and she's all, you know, like, hey, like, sorry, I fell asleep. And he turns yeah. around. He's like, it's it's like, interesting, oh, too, because <laughs> when when she found out that Tess got bitten in episode two, she was she was like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. This is bad. With right. Sam, she didn't react initially with despair or anything. She went straight to hope. She went yeah, like, almost, almost like she really was banking on her blood helping him yeah that's true yeah. and i think when he attacks her obviously and then joel and henry this was almost identical to the uh to the video game what happens like you know henry shoots at joel because he's his initial thought is to save his brother but now he's got the massive conf or, or the his initial thought is to help his brother and this massive conflict goes on in his mind of what can i possibly do and he ends up shooting him and the like i was i was wondering if the actor who portrayed henry like is he is he does he got it can can he portray this scene oh. because it's so good in the video game like can he do that and he i have no disappointment it. he no disappointment. nailed that he really did i don't know the actor's name i kind of wish i did he really hit this role very very well and that scene it's a subtle kind of it's not like he just starts screaming like oh my god like it's subtle sadness creeping in of the realization of what just happened like all that hard work all the things he did to keep henry alive it was all for nothing or not henry sam alive and now he killed him yep. and he's trying to and already trying to figure out like what did i do i i, I think when that like saying what did i do to joel is so heartbreaking yeah just that like what sam like like he's processing it in his mind you can see it being processed right. as he's talking and joel trying to get the gun from him and henry points the gun at himself 
and yep. commit suicide. And just, it's just, it's the way that it's done is because uh, it's not like it, because you can see that like once, once it clicks in Henry's head, what he just did and that it was all for nothing, you can see like right there, like he's like, oh, so th this was all meaningless. And yeah. from here on out, it's going to be meaningless. And he just ends There's it right there. Nothing left to live for. Right. And I mean, I how shocked were you to see him kill himself? Because in the video game, that still shocked me, even though I should have seen it once, coming. Once I kind of played out the scenario in my head once Sam had been bitten. I was like, I think I see where this is going to go because he's going to turn. And obviously they're going to have to kill him. And Henry's not going to take it very well. And uh, that's that's kind of where I was expecting it to go once once I saw the bite mark. I also thought there was a possibility that Joel would have to kill Henry because Henry wouldn't let them kill Sam and then Sam would kill Ellie. Like in the video game, I thought that that might have to happen, which I also thought would be crazy sad. But it turned out to be even more sad because... Henry does kill Sam. And like we talked about earlier, Henry has never directly killed anybody, not even nope. a clicker. And the first and person that he kills is his own brother. The person that he gave everything to save. I, it's just the whole thing is so it has this feeling of absolute meaningless. Everything that happened, like the Kansas City Fedra taking over the Kansas City Fedra, him risking it all to save his brother. Kathleen being pissed and doing this revenge thing just so she can get killed. Like there's so much irony and there's so much like there is. Oh, uh, and let me, you have feeling of despair. So let me bring this up too. So the Bill and Frank episode, mm -hmm. we're going to jump back to that. Episode this three. episode made that episode better for me. The reason being is because it shows you how insanely lucky Bill and Frank were to be in the situation that they were in. Like they they were in paradise, absolute paradise, because outside of Bill and Frank's like little world that they were in, this is what is happening to everybody else. It is sheer death, chaos, heartbreak, like there's just so much like negative stuff in this world that this episode was a complete contrast to the Bill and Frank episode. And that yeah. actually gave me more respect for it this time around because yeah, we, it, they're just, they're so different. They're so far apart. And like now it kind of makes more sense that maybe they did need to put a more lighthearted episode like that there. Maybe. Because if this is the stuff that we're getting now, like... <laughs> well, the video game has, like, almost nothing lighthearted. <laughs> it's like everything just kind of sucks in the video game. But I don't know if that translates that well to a TV show. So it's it's an interesting thought to take the Bill and Frank story, which, it, like I said, in the video game was kind of passed over. But what, they got to, what did happen was tragic in the video game. They got to live together. They... you. And got they to got die to be on with terms. each other, and they got to die on the yeah. They died on their terms, holding each uh, other. Henry and Sam, they, they were just kids, and yeah. this is how it ended for them. Like, because I I got to thinking about like all the previous episodes, like after I watched this one, 
And I was like, yeah, this is definitely my favorite episode. But as I was reflecting back on the others, I was like, this actually has made the Bill and Frank episode better for me now, too, because there's there's so much contrast here. It doesn't seem out of place anymore. It seems like, okay, so that's why they told this story. Like, because that was our criticism of episode three was like where does this this doesn't make sense with everything what is it doing here yeah just had to be a little patient (laughs) i i kind of see why and i guess i should have seen that coming knowing this was coming from the video game although i didn't know exactly how they were going to do it um but i'm so thankful they did that justice because for me that's the most emotionally gripping scene I think right. I've ever seen in a video game. It just was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> it just was so, oh my God, what a what a shot. And like the stakes are so real in this show because you meet somebody, they're dead. Like Tess dies. Yeah. Frank Frank and Bill dead. Uh Henry and Sam dead. Like yeah. everybody's just dying except Joel and Ellie so far. So it's like, you know, it, it puts you on that, um, on edge of like, wow, anybody could die at any second. Like there is no safety at all. And right. that's how a show should feel. That's how you keep this stakes up. Like, like they're willing to have a brother have to murder his like eight year old deaf little brother because he turned in front of him. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know how much suffering he's got. Like, it like it just it throws all of that out there. And as much as that is painful and hurts, it does make for an incredibly good TV show. It has been incredibly entertaining. And and then the last thing we see in the episode is the uh, is Ellie taking the notepad and just wrote, I'm sorry. Yeah, and writes that it was... on the grave. Yeah, that was... I don't. Again, I don't remember if anything like that happened in the video game, but man, that was that's a that's a tearjerker. Yep. And Ellie, you can tell she's not like emotionally reacting right now. Right, because she's once once they bury Henry and Sam, and she places the little notepad on Sam's grave, like she's instantly asking Joel, "All right, where's West? What direction is West?" Like. Let's go. Let's go. Let's keep moving. And also, I think she feels that responsibility because she wasn't able to save Sam. Is to like, I gotta get this yeah, her blood. Thing her out blood there. wasn't good yeah. enough. I need to. I need to get to where I need to go so that a cure can be made. There is another point that was said earlier about Henry when he was talking to Joel. Said about Sam, he's like, she may not be your daughter, but somebody was. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> that has a lot of a. Uh, I also like how Henry was able to tell, like too, like, like just by the way Joel was acting around Ellie, and also the the line around he's, he's whenever they were connected first, to her, yeah, yeah, whenever they uh were first meeting up with uh Henry and Sam, and uh, Henry says something about like Ellie being Joel's daughter, and both of them like Ellie's like he's not my father or yeah like Like he's still trying simultaneously (laughs) but you can tell that he's he's losing the ability to see her as cargo he's definitely it's not just a promise to test at this point like it's it's pretty clear that that's become something more and you know you can tell he's trying very hard not to turn her into sarah but he's struggling not to do it yeah and that's that's a 
I mean, they've done a they've done such a good job. I, I'm so impressed with what they've done so far. I think there's nine episodes overall. Yes. Maybe. So we're past halfway, which is kind of disappointing to be honest. Because yep. I, I love this show. I'm very very. The only thing I didn't like, I now like. So I mean, it has there's literally nothing exceeded, I haven't liked about this. It has exceeded expectations for me. Uh, Same. <laughs> as I said before, the show came out. I've never been a fan of video game to live action. Oh, they've never been sort good. Of, it's it's always <laughs> it's always bombed. It's always been bad. Uh, this show, this show is not that. This show is absolutely incredible. It's it's about fucking time. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like it's about time somebody. I mean, like what I said right at the beginning of the of the podcast, how they've managed to take the source material and not copy paste it but copy paste it in some places where they should copy paste it but do it in their own way without hurting the source material without hurting the initial story and telling it with the same emotional impact that it had to begin with and they've done that and i think they've done an incredible job at it uh they everything they've added has only enhanced it that has not taken away so i mean and what they did with Bill and Frank, what they did with the whole, like, coming up with a detailed explanation of why this infection even happened. That's that's something they added. I mean, it's it's so good. The whole Kathleen thing is something they added, which just added to it. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, do- they're, pivots, they're batting a thousand right now. Their pivots seem to be very well placed whenever they are breaking off of, like, main source material or they're adding little here and there's in they're they're on point with it so far that it's it it's a labor of love i guess i mean these guys they love what they're doing and it shows so um and and again you mentioned the acting earlier but the oh. acting in this episode <laughs> is just crazy good they did such a good this, job casting this this I, this episode though had it all like it had it had action in it you had some suspense in it you had, you know, crazy some, drama. You had some drama oh. in it. You had some some feels in it. Like, oh, it just it had it all. This it even had some humor. Episode. It even it has did. humor. Yeah, it did. With Joe and Ellie. I mean, God. And the casting, I was the first to say the casting with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. I'm like, I don't see this with either one of them because I didn't think either one of them looked like Joe and Ellie. I'm like, this is odd. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this off. I stand back. I'm, it's still I'm, they're they're both really good. It's still weird to me. There are a lot of haters out there of Pedro and Bella still playing these roles. Uh, it's not me. <laughs> I think they're doing an incredible job. I know a lot of people are really upset that Bella doesn't really look like Ellie, but holy shit, does she act like Ellie? She like... acts direct. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, if you act like them enough, you'll start to not even see. The fact that they look a little different because Pedro Pascal looks different than Joel too, but they've right. like they've managed to meld into those characters so much. I'm like, I don't even see it. <laughs> they they're Joel and Ellie to me at this point. So I'm just so impressed. Just really really good stuff. So it's been a long podcast. So I think if if people have stuck with us and waited this long for it to come out, and I apologize again, it took us so long. Um, lots of reasons, but I think, I think we need to show them appreciation. So we need to give them something in the comments to show that they made it all the way to this point of the podcast. 
do you have something in mind? Uh, yeah. So the five of you that watched this and made it this far, uh, put down in the comments, big sexy fungus, bro. Ooh, big yeah. fungus, like big chungus, but it's big, big chungus, fungus. But it's big fungus. Oh my god, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Why did that? He literally looks like Big Chungus. If Big Chungus was a giant fungus, <laughs> what? Oh my God! The world is making sense now. If Big Chungus turned into a infected, he would look like that. It'd be Big Fungus. I don't know. Big Big Chungus is really fat and obese. Big Fungus is like Big Fungus the is kind of fat. Did you see? Like he, he's, he's got I a mean, belly. He had he had a bit of a belly, but he's a bloater. He was he was ripped though too. Like well. I guess he's I mean, he is what I am aspiring to be when I go to the gym. Like as far I as like shoulders and arms and chest go, like if you, look I want like to be able to. I want to be able to. I want to be able to pick that. somebody up and just and throw them into off. a wall or that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to aspire to. I don't know if the, I don't know if you should say that to a trainer. You're like, I need to get so strong that I can tear a person's so it's, head. In it's half. really funny like, because I keep getting text messages <laughs> from somebody named Jake that apparently works at the gym, and I guess with my membership I can get like training. I should meet up with him, and he's like, "All right, man, what are your goals?" But like, my goals are to be able to pick someone up over my head. I want to be able to grab them by the mouth and just <laughs> rip their jaw in half. <laughs> it's like, like, all right, bro. Looks like uh, we're not uh, going to be doing any training like I'm together. Have to call the police. <laughs> As a matter of fact, why don't you just get out of my gym and not come back ever again? I I don't think I can ever look at you in the face again. <laughs> so big sexy fungus is what he write in the comments or we will accept big fungus either big way fungus. or big chungus fungus i i'll accept <laughs> i'll accept any of those for you guys <laughs> i love that we put this together the problem is every time i see him now i'm gonna laugh so he's kind of lost his fear <laughs> his terrifyingness now i mean he was already sexy to me to begin with so yeah he's still sexy Get a little semi when he pops out of there. Just so <laughs> him popping right. out makes me pop out. This is becoming fungus porn. Oh boy, <laughs> fungus bro <laughs> porn. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for watching. You know the stuff. Like, comment, hit the bell for notifications, subscribe, a, and we will see you guys in the next episode of I don't know what it's going to be. Oh, one more thing. If you guys, I probably should have said this earlier on. But we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. We are on there as Binge or Cringe. You actually can find it if you search for it, because I did. And I did find us without having to like search through 50 pages. So we're on there. Yeah, um, you can go listen to me suffer through the rig. It's painful. Yeah, the rig is on there. It's a it's an Amazon Prime show that we it watched. Sucked. It was It wasn't great. <clears throat> But and, uh, you can listen to yeah. Bohan's torturous review of that and my semi-torturous review of that. I hated that show. So and bad. you could listen to this, too, on there if you just want full-on audio, whatever you guys want to do. If you do listen to us on there, please give us a review. It's the only hope we have of growing. <laughs> so thanks so much, guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Until next time. Bye-bye.